Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capos Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. We are your number one allegedly podcast for anything comic book related. My name is, of course, David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by one, the one, the Highlander. There can only be one. Yes. And who are you? I'm Amy. I'm looking the wrong direction. I know you are. It's really okay. intense. Hey, you you can stare at that section. It's Door. good. <laughs> Exit. This is Amy. You can find me at IJ New Robot on the varying social media platforms. You know what? Amy's the best, guys. Because I come with. You hear that? That is that is the that is the sound, the smell, the taste. Of, uh, the nectar of the gods, aka Mountain Dew. This Amy is, I think, me. the third or fourth time that I brought you Dew on cast oh, because so we had that mystery Mountain Dew. The mystery Mountain Dew that was surprisingly delicious. That you guys got really excited the Halloween about. Halloween one? It was the Halloween yeah, Dew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had coffee that night, and that was just a you, bad idea. You were, wow, you were so and I were 12 year olds. Well, more when are than you normal. not? Yeah. yeah, but like hyper 12 year olds. It was like, hello. Like was when like, I have? would do a sleepover at my friend's house and we'd go to Hollywood Video and we would yes. rent a Sega Dreamcast yes. and Sonic yes. for the weekend, come back with that bag, mm-hmm. the foil bag of cotton candy yep. that you could get from the front of Blockbuster and or Hollywood video. And then I would take them out and I would dissolve them into cherry Coke. Do you want me to do that again? Because I know where to get you those tin bags. I'm almost 31. I don't want to die. Almost 31. You haven't lived yet. Let's be real though. I mean. You're aiming for 32? Exactly. And all jokes aside, obviously the only way we can, you know, handle sometimes the bleak outlook of the world is with humor. Yes. So when I say that I don't want to get Corona from that, that's what I'm going to say. Um, I'm okay with that. We'll lower my immunity. <laughs> um, <laughs> suddenly it's just like, what happened? Well, he had a uh, cotton candy and the cherry Coke. Oh, like reverse engineer that. And we can use it as a biological weapon. We um, could. Delicious. Now that I think about it. Anyway, mm-hmm. by the way, this episode is brought to you in part by the Nerd on Nation, powered by Patreon. Patreon. The Nerd on Nation allows us to keep the lights on and up our quality so we sound good. good. As a member of the Nerd on Nation, that could be you, for as little as $1 to $5 a month, cheap, you get early access to episodes like this one, mm-hmm. a Discord community that likes to chat about all kinds of cool stuff, like <laughs> weird finds on their local Facebook uh It wasn't just the finds. That was fantastic. But we have so Garden much, of the Galaxy. Garden, well, between <laughs> Garden Gal- Garden of the Galaxy, that Ninja Turtles that Halo. Was Master show, Chief. That was Master Chief. That was the Halo. We have garden porn. Yes. So uh, much garden when porn. When we say garden porn, we mean images Actual of plants. people's gardens, not anything weird. And people are sprouting stuff. It's exactly. seedling time. Yeah, they are sprouting They're stuff. Adorable. But like plants. Again, plants, not sexual. I took, hey, I posted pictures of Yule Brenner, which is my Yule tree that made it outside to the porch. Exactly. You will also get access to bonus episodes and so much more. So check it out at nerdon.io slash Patreon. Patreon. Or Anything related to the Capeless Crusaders and Nerd On, you can head over on oh, oh, cut, take two. You can head on over to thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the Nerd On podcast family. Family. Tonight. Tonight. On this week's episode, this month's episode, this, this three weeks episode. This episode. This episode is a much better way of saying it. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about being all out of luck because we know that uh, normally. This month, uh, you get the luck of the Irish. Sometimes. Um, or you sometimes. get really drunk. Or you get wasted. Or your comic gets wasted. Oh, uh, or it, your it show canceled. gets wasted. Shelved. 
put away, forgotten, <sighs> petitioned, petitioned by like 100,000 nerds. And it's like, it yeah, that's do it. not enough to make a movie happen, uh, Snyder Cut. Anyway. Um, <laughs> still doesn't happen. Excuse me. Anyway, so we are talking about being all out of luck. Comics and TV shows canceled too soon or maybe not too soon, depending on how you think about it. True. Um, obviously, there are tons of them. Yeah. We could go back years all the way to um, Frank Miller and Walt Simonson's Daredevil that was canceled. No, oh my gosh. And it's like no one – I mean, that was like no. the 80s. Like that's – obviously, Walt Simonson and, and Frank Miller are – literal like icons pillars pantheon of the comic world uh and daredevil like the two of them doing that together would have been awesome and that was canceled but we're going to talk about maybe some more stuff a little more recent more close to home the ones that hurt our hearts well things a lot of things hurt my heart you know for parents yeah a lot 100 percent. but also cotton candy and cherry cola also hurts my heart oh Um, that's some heartburn but delicious delicious heartburn so before we do that When I have a fresh cracked bottle of Mountain Dew, when I have peanut butter M&M's, when you have Namor, I have Namor, the savage submariner in his green underwear in pop form. He looks good. Love you. We talk about comics and we like to go around the horn. Such good music, such artistry, (laughs) such copyright free. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful copyright free sounds. We love you, copyright free sounds. Yeah. Honk, honk. When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. We're actually sitting right across from each other. So mm-hmm. it's more like a ping pong match. I suck at ping pong, but I'm okay with that. That's fine. Are you good at table tennis? I'm good at beer pong. You know what? We'll take it. Uh, we it works. Talk <laughs> about what comics we have been reading this week, recently, in general, that we think you should check out. Amy. Hey, yo. Do you have any suggestions for the listener? Well, I'm not going to stop finger guns. I there's like a very, lot of pew, 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 pew. Um, like if you do it this way, it's running. Like if you squish your, your index It's finger, a spray bottle. It's more of a it's like I'm spray like, bottle. Uh, but you're doing lots of thumbs. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Okay. So um, technically hard form, hard copy form. I have, did I read something? No. I started to and I stopped. Um, Because okay. I've been going back and I, I watched Birds of Prey. Finally. Which I liked. Oh, God, I want to see it. It's good. Good. Everything that's like on your list to see, I actually saw. This is weird. Yeah. Um, so it turned out good, but I loved I loved what it did. So I went back and I reread the first two issues of Harleen, which is her mm-hmm. origin mm-hmm. story. We talked about it on our last episode. How The Sedgic. Beautiful. Très bon. Um, what? The Lady Sedgic, right? It's not. The dude. It's him. It's him? Yeah. I, thought he, I thought they were working together. No. Sometimes the two of them they I, they flip flop. Yeah, yep. and they're both so amazing that I'm just like, it's the Cedrics. At least you pronounce it right. I still don't. I'm like, hey, Stefan, Stephen, Stephen. Um, but so I was reading through that. I still love it. It's fantastic. It is available currently in a hardback because oh. it was a limited. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. can get your very beautifully drawn, very articulated Harley origin story. Like. Wait. Like a collected volume? Oh, yeah. Like it wasn't canceled early, though. No, no, we'll no, get no, to no. that later in no, the show. No, no, no. This is a limited. This was already designed <laughs> to be a threefer and stays a threefer. A threefer. A threefer. Not a just reefer. Like, no, not a reefer. Threefer badness. <laughs> Mountain Dew is already hit It has already hit you bad. Yeah, it's like um, Batman Last Night on Earth right, or Batman right. Last Night mm-hmm. um, is a threefer. And same thing with Harleen. So beautiful. Love it. Très bon. If you can get yourself to find some singles, do it. If not... Check out that hardcover. And then, of course, I always am caught up on my webtoons. Always. 
which you're like, I hate lime, but I'm interested in. Line leaves a bad taste in my mouth, but the webtoons, I flip through them. Yeah. That platform, the amount of content. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Especially at my my new job where there's a lot of downtime in between calls. Oh, you will binge. You can binge all of these episodes easy peasy. Like, it is. In, in Caitlin's. Yeah. Uh, my wife just mentioned in her comic club they use, they use webtoons. Yes. The kids have Please tell that. me the children are reading Laura Olympus. Oh, okay. But they read it. Nice. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, that makes me happy. So um, Webtoons, we had Gourmet Hound, which just actually wrapped up with the season finale, which is beautiful. Um, it's about a girl who has a keen sense of smell and her grandmother passed away and her grandmother was essentially the person that raised her. She worked, um, had a cooking school next door to a Michelin star restaurant. Ooh. And before her grandmother died, the last birthday they had, she had this amazing meal from the restaurant. Well, once her grandmother died, the store, the restaurant started like separating, dividing. And she had to sell off her grandmother's cooking school. And she's on the hunt to find the chef and that taste to recapture that moment with her grandmother and it's this great journey of exploration and discovery and some silliness and she's really really strong so i, I like love it. it i like it and then of course laura olympus i will scream it from the rooftops because once it becomes a, an animated show everyone's gonna be like oh, amy were you talking about laura olympus oh that's gonna be like a netflix series <laughs> that just dominates so good has it been optioned as a show yet yeah nice it's already it's already gone Oof, yeah it's gone yeah um brilliant beautiful There's super a colorful billion dollar brand oh uh, well, it's billion, but lots they of had her name is either Rachel Smythe or Rachel Smith. I'm going to find out when she does like a proper interview. Smithy. I don't know. Um, but it is kind of spelled like that, but with a Y. She actually had one of her panels up in the middle of Times Square oh, on yeah, yeah, the I big that. board That's awesome. for Webtoons. So that should tell you how hot this comic yeah, is. Yeah, because God so, knows how expensive that space is. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, I got them Weber tunes at ease and uh, Weber tunes at ease. And what about you, Senor David? So, um, I can't remember if we mentioned this in the last episode, but we are in the process. Oh, I did. We are shifting, shifting. shifting the old, old um, safe house forward into our front room because the old safe house, um, while a wonderful um, castle and fortress of solitude, is now being turned into a nursery. Uh, so our, our, our new, uh, baby boy is going to be going in there. So front room, we were like, you know what? We got to get strategic mm-hmm. brand new bookcases, new shelving glass case for the spawn Dang. figures. It's going to be so sexy. But while I was moving the comic books forward, mm-hmm. um, I got them all set up. I then had to pull them out because our landlord was like, Hey, by the way, you sent us pictures of your carpet. It was uh. really bad. We're going to replace it. And I'm like, thank you. And they're like, we won't remove any of your furniture though. You have to move it. And I'm like, Fuck. So <laughs> you're like, no, thank you. God, every evening moving things out, and I'm just like, uh, this is terrible. I'm really glad I hadn't anchored anything to the wall yet. Thankfully. Um, oh my gosh. So pulled everything out. Long story short, there's a reason I'm saying all this. Putting everything back in, mm-hmm. going through my my books, I rediscovered something that I had picked up from Empires a while back. It came out originally in 2017. Um, and that was when it was um translated, I believe, because it was originally European. Um, so it was, um, Santiago Garcia and David Rubin's Beowulf, <gasps> the big one, the big, the big beautiful one. one. Wait, was that the one that we had that entire time where you had to work it off because yep. it was your Christmas gift? Yep. Oh, yep. and it doesn't fit in any standard shelves. It never it's does. Giant. It's giant. So it's this beautiful hardback, um, retelling of Beowulf in graphic novel form. First so, off the cover so is just gorgeous. Um, the, I, I could say all the things I loved about it, but I think what I want to do is actually read 
this description of it online because just the way they put this. I'm excited. So a monster Grendel has arrived in the kingdom of the Danes, devouring its men and women for 12 years until Beowulf arrives to save them. Garcia and Rubin faithfully follow the original story for a new version that is neither revisionist nor postmodern, but captures the tone and important details of the poem, translating its potent epic resonance and melancholy into a contemporary comic that isn't standard swords or sorcery or heroic fantasy fare, but rather an ancient story with a modern perspective that remains respectful to the source material. Couldn't say it better myself. Stunning. It's fucking beautiful. Like, just the, if you look at the cover... The cover alone, just if you it's Google so Beowulf hardcover image comics, oh, there's just, it's it's a beauty. It's a it's a jewel in my collection, and I reread it. Um, and you drooled, and, and you I cried drooled a little bit, a little bit um, and I cried, and then I went to bed happy. Um, so I reread that. So check that out. Like I said, 2017 is when it came out. Easy to track down in most comic book stores. It's beautiful. So it is so good. Do you know what? And I am double checking right now because. I loved having it stare on stare at me on the shelves when it was at Empire's Comics Vault. Empire's Comics Vault located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. I lost it for a second. Yeah, just, my think, brain just dropped. Just, just thinking about it. Empire's uh, Comics Vault and hot sauce. And, and hot sauce. <laughs> Chimney crispers. Um, so it's available there. But then I was also like, do you know what? Could it perhaps be... Um, available on another location another source perhaps perhaps a digital source i'm thinking perhaps a digital source that you can check out i mean it could be like some comicsology oh comicsology as if you were a mixologist of comics <gasps> comicsology.io i thought it was i'm sorry nerdon.io slash comicsology i got my things backwards uh, you can check out uh because we like comicsology and they like us and i really like using them because yeah. i'm not gonna lie with with the coronavirus. The coronavirus. You know, not wanting, it's not that I don't want to be in a comic book store, but I'm also fully aware of people that like to cough on things. Yeah, guys, don't stockpile toilet paper. You have enough. Stockpile comic books. Actually, that's the best thing you could do. I mean, if you're going to be quarantined yeah. and suddenly you are out of bingeable things on Netflix. Right. You seriously need some There's comic so books. much World of Warcraft I could play, and that's saying a lot. Well, that's when we have to get you to team up with the guys down at NerdHon. So they're like, hey, buddy. Yeah, let's uh, raid Blackwing Lair, my friends. Uh, anyway, so on this week's episode, this week, cut, take two. On this episode, we are talking about being all out of luck. Things that were canceled either too soon or maybe not too soon, depending on who you are. So yeah, true. right off the bat, I have a couple of uh, ones that hurt me. But then they kind of came back and it was weird. Like so, they were uncomfortable weird or they like, they hurt I, you, they cut you to the quick and then you were like, oh, it's coming back. And you're like, yes. Yes. And then you're like, what? Yeah, like that one. Oh. That one. Um, so first off, what, what I will say is when a book gets canceled, mm -hmm. there's so many indicators. So oh, many things. Yes. Oh, yes. Is it sales? Is it? Controversy. Controversy. Is it pre-orders? Mm -hmm. Is it? This, that, or the other. Or is it the creative team just drops out? True. So what we often find, unfortunately, with creator-owned comics is they're not always on the same schedule, same mm -hmm. rigidity as, say, a Marvel or a DC. Yep. Marvel and DC, they, they definitely are known for putting stuff off and, and, and postponing and canceling. But usually once a book has started, they they're pretty it. good, unless it's Doomsday Clock. <laughs> um, it did finish. It but finished, but you know, crispers, it two took years so long. late. 
Uh, maybe that was the whole clock in the doomsday clock. <laughs> but oh my soul. for example, uh, if you've listened to the show before, you know that Jonathan Hickman is beautiful, the best, uh, a man that I love dearly. And I've never even seen his face. Um, I don't think any of us have seen his face, but we're like, we love you. Please yeah, I continue. Will, but I will kiss it. Not anytime soon because of coronavirus, but in general, you care. But yeah, I would I would definitely give him a, I would blow kisses at him. Um, Air kisses and lots of smoochities. So Jonathan Hickman has written some of my favorite creator owned books, but one of which that kind of it 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 wrapped and then it didn't wrap is the Manhattan Project. True. It, it ended weird. Right? It, like, it kind of like ended and then another one started and then that kind of fizzled. So the Manhattan Projects, uh, if you if you're a longtime listener, you know about it. It is basically this idea that. The original Manhattan Project, where they developed a nuclear bomb, where they had great scientific minds from all over the world, um, some, you know, Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the idea was that the, the, the Manhattan Projects that we knew of were a front for them to be doing interdimensional research, um, putting bases on the moon, talking to aliens, um, Einstein meeting another version of himself from another dimension, um, just all kinds of weird, crazy, fun things. And it's Jonathan Hickman, so it's just great. Um, Oppenheimer being killed by his <laughs> evil twin and Who then cons- infinite Oppenheimers in his brain. The consumption. Yeah. Ugh, the creepy. consumption function of the junction of, of Oppenheimer. Um, so it's just, it, it was, it was a wonderful, it was a fun book. It was beautiful. And yeah, and then it just kind of, it, it disappeared. And then I fell off reading it for a while. So then I was trying to catch back up and I'm like, what am I missing here? And it's because it had actually been, can- uh, but not, not been canceled. That's the thing. It was, it, but it was shelved. Yeah. Shelved and canceled, in my opinion, are going to be very similar because, unfortunately, when stuff gets shelved, unless it has an exact it, yeah. date, like a saga, you know it's not going to Well, back. and saga technically is an indefinite, but we trust them. Yeah, they said they're taking a year off, and, and we're like, we, cool. And we're like, cool, we got you. We, we, we believe can, you. We believe. We got you. As in, opposed to this one where it was like, oh, then he went on to do a bunch of other projects. Now he's working with Marvel. Well, I'm in the same boat because if we're talking about the great Hickman, I love Black Monday Murders. Mm-hmm. And Black Monday Murders went to a bi-monthly schedule. Right, right. And I was willing to wait. I didn't trade wait the sucker. I was single waiting the sucker. And we ended up in volume two mm-hmm. on a cliffhanger. And suddenly yeah. we get that big transition over to Marvel. And I'm like, but I, yeah. where, n- no. Yeah. So shelved in that remark, I'm in that same boat yeah. too because I'm sitting there going, okay. Now you're worried because is it? Well, and I don't know yeah. I can't, because it's Hickman. Yeah. We never know. Like, right. that's the great thing. Unless he's under contract, you don't know. Exactly. Well, and and because, like, create your own when you look up Diamond, you know, because mm-hmm. you have access to Diamond. Ben has access to Diamond. Yep. I, when I help there, have access to Diamond. We can only see so far out. Yep. And when you months, don't see it. it for a while, you know, because they have order cutoffs. You know, they need to know so long in advance how many they need to print, how many they send. Like, yeah. it's... And, you know, and they usually don't surprise stuff like, hey, this is back. Usually it's a surprise to us online, but to retailers, why would you don't want that to be a surprise? You want them to be prepared. Yeah, exactly. Um, in a similar vein, one of my favorite image books ever, because it was just such a cool, unique, pulpy, classic idea was Five Ghosts. Do you remember Five Ghosts? No. So Five Ghosts followed this like Indiana Jones style adventurer, okay, like a solid. classic swashbuckler kind of style. And he had found this gem. And the gem imbued him with the power of five ghosts. So he could call upon five different, basically, like, heroic literary characters. I like it. He could call upon the detective, which what they didn't say Sherlock Holmes, but it was Sherlock Holmes. So if he needed to investigate something and figure something out, he could call upon the detective and boom, he could see everything in the room and figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, he had a vampire. 
um, which is basically, again, it was kind of like Dracula. They were like literary characters without the names. Which is exactly what you do. You create, you have the archetype. Exactly. And the archetype is in It's Dracula, yeah. but it's not by name. It's so Nosferatu. To, exactly. You don't have to pay for that. So he could summon this and he could become this bloodthirsty, super strong, super fast being. He had an archer who was very much like Robin Hood. So if you need to be a sharpshooter, uh, he had a samurai and a wizard, a sorcerer. So he, he himself was already like a talented Indiana Jones kind of character, but he could call on these. And it was one of those books where it, like it was going, it was going strong. Then all of a sudden it had a little break and then it had a one-off story. And you're like, okay, now they might be getting back into things. And then all of a sudden, poof, nothing. I, I go in and, you know, and, and Ben, who's Ben has done me no wrong in 12 years. It was going to be 13 years here pretty soon. 12 years oh, I have been shopping at Empire's Comics Vault and now Empire's Comics Vault and Hot, hot sauce. sauce. And There's lots of shelves that I, ca- I can't reach. <laughs> you got to get a grabby arm. I, that's not even going to be safe with me. <laughs> I literally have to use the step stool yep. and the step stool on top of the step yep. stool. It's okay. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm strong with well, We're going to get one of those like classic like library like rolling ladders and then you can go that's along. That's exactly what we talked that's about. We are so on with that. Anyway, I love that idea. Uh, but yeah, but Ben and Ben is like so Ben always he gets my books he holds them for me and he and he can always tell me and it was one of those books where he and I were just kind of like we shrugged at each other and just like I guess it's I guess it's done you know and I could have done more research and maybe found the reason maybe it was sales maybe it was this that or the other but sometimes they're quiet sometimes they're quiet cancel and all of a sudden it's just not there anymore you know and that hurt me because I love that one Um, honorable mention is uh, nowhere men. Um, Nowhere Men. I vaguely remember it took, this. So it was canceled. Then it took a couple years off, mm-hmm. and then it came back. So Nowhere Men, basically similar to Manhattan Projects, it basically it followed a group of scientists, but it was like they were the ultimate rock star, like pop culture icons. Like science was cool, and they were doing all kinds of of crazy stuff, pushing all these boundaries. But they're also kind of like the Beatles and their internal struggles. It was really cool. It was really well done. And then again, it just kind of ended after six issues. Mm-hmm. And was it six issues? It might have been two. It was either one or two trades. And then it was just gone. And yeah, yeah. eventually, they, the, the author kept saying it was coming back. And eventually it did. But. But it took so long that I honestly forgot. And um, so I need to get the I need to get the next trade because I know Ben has it. Mm-hmm. But it disappeared. Then it came back. And now I kind of don't know its status. Because unfortunately, when books do that, it's really easy yeah. for you to lose your fans. Even if you have someone amazing like Ben, who mm-hmm. keeps that on a list, keeps looking and for keeps them, checking it down, puts yeah. them da- puts them in there for me, there's still a chance that I might forget. I might take it off my list because I'm like, oh, whatever, it's gone. And because then, you assume it's gone. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. Rat queens because of the big shake of their controversy. Rat queens. You want to talk about controversy? Yeah. Oh, that's and that's one of them. The first the first volume was stunning, yep. brilliant, beautiful, yep. and then we just had that. Everything went to hell in a handbag. Oh yeah, when, when your when your artist throws his significant other down a pair, uh, set of stairs, oh, yeah. it's time to maybe be like, "Hey, fire that guy," and then don't bring him back like you tried to do. Mm. And, and they're like, "They're like, that's the reason why these haven't been selling." And we're like, "No, no, that's not the reason why." No, the then you bring in a fantastic artist like Tess Fowler, yeah, and then you say, "Oh, we just couldn't get on the same page with each other," and it's like. Sure, and then now it, it's now when it came back, it restarted. It has a new creative team. Mm-hmm. I have them, but you haven't. But there's had... been so many ups and downs yep. that I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I really want to. And that's the same boat that I've been in. I mean that that is exactly one of them. The other one that I can think of is um, friend of the show Ramon Villalobos. His book Borderlands. <sighs> he made it to what three, maybe three issues, 
And the, because yes. of the controversy that came with that, he goes, he's like, we're done. Yeah. So him, so border town, border, I thought it was a border town and not borderlands. Am I thinking borderlands of the video game? game. <laughs> I was watching nerd on stream tonight <laughs> and I was playing with, with Corey and Josh and I was like, no, it's not borderlands. They were playing zombie something or other, but yeah. people were talking about it. And with everything else that's going on with the coronavirus, my brain went borderlands yep. and not border temps. So yeah. So it was Ramon and Tamara bone villain mm-hmm. who are the um, artists and colorists. And they, yeah, they bounced out. They were immediately like, like they gave the, the, uh, the writer a chance to address it. He didn't. They bounced out, and all all the things came out, yep. and yeah, and it was a really cool book, and then gone, um, canceled for the right reasons, but still sad because we had you know a friend of the show yeah. who was working on this this book, you know, was suddenly, you know, not. Which actually brings me to the next one, which hurts my heart, mm-hmm. just tears it, at your innards. So. For those of you, uh, your I've, tone just like dropped. Like, like this is a real sore one. So I've loved Jim Lee's mm. Wildstorm, Wildcats universe since Image, since he got his own uh, publishing company, since he brought it into to DC. Characters like Grifter, characters like Apollo, Midnighter, The Authority, one of my favorite superhero teams of all time. When that universe was being resurrected with Wildstorm, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I'm excited. I'm in. Warren Ellis is going to be attached to it. I'm excited. Right. I'm in. Then all of a sudden we hear that Wildcats is coming back mm-hmm. with Warren Ellis and Ramon Villalobos. We're like, holy shit. I remember. Legendary writer. Yeah. Fantastic universe. Oh. Ramon Villalobos, local friend of the show. Fantastic artist. Fantastic. Then all of a sudden, it, yeah, great dude. And I think Tamara was on that one for coloring too. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it pushed back. It got pushed push back, back, got pushed back. And push then back. finally, it was removed from DC's publishing schedule and all diamond orders were canceled. So. You never even had a chance. Yeah, at this point, And, and, and I, I don't know why. I, I've not. I don't know. Um, Jim Lee tweeted last July, I think, that he was hmm. trying to make it happen still. Um, we believe in you, Jim. And then. Um, yeah, the Warren Ellis just basically said he hoped it'd be resolicited at a later date. But for now, it's canceled, which just hurts, especially because it's like he's great. He, he's a name that sells. Ramon's great. Ramon's a name that sells. Tamara's great. She's a name that sells when it, and on coloring and, and him on pencils uh, and ink. But I don't. I just don't know. That's one of those ones where it's like, why? Why did that happen? Who? Who saw what? You know, writing on the wall and decided that didn't need to come out. So that's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, we're all out of luck. We don't know why it didn't come out. Definitely. I mean, another one that I can think of, and I, I know I've brought it up before, but I don't know, if we, like off air, we've brought it up, but um, Chelsea Kane's Mockingbird. Uh, like her cancellation, Yeah, it was canceled at issue three, but right. she had already prepped up to eight. Right. And so when it came out at eight, there was like a massive, just huge explosion all over Twitter. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, Marvel still has no comment on yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, Chelsea put out, you know, she's like, look, most of us are freelancers, yeah. to be honest. Like, and when we're freelance workers and when they say no, they don't want you anymore, it's no. She's like, but I'm standing up for everybody that's a freelancer and you need to know that, like, this was not right and this is not fair. And so it, I think they repackaged it as a limited. Yeah. But, right. like, 
and it, ha- it had a like a you know nice little ending, but it wasn't. No, it, didn't it wasn't good. what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And then what's even funnier is after that, she went on to do Man Eaters. Yeah. yeah, which which ended up, and I don't know if it's still an ongoing because she had the controversy of publishing people's tweets that they had thrown at her yeah, during that yeah, yeah. that firestorm from Mockingbird in the book without permission. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to check really fast on the interwebs if that's a, if that's a thingy. Yeah. Well, then, and there's, speaking of stuff getting canceled right out the gate, because um, that's the other problem is sometimes it's, is, you know, if there's not enough pre-orders, but then there might be something like, you know, we talked about the Wasp, the latest version of the Wasp, where um, the the trade sales were through the roof. So they, they had to bring it back, but it's almost kind of like, okay, have you missed the mark? Like, are people going to wait? Um, for example, something that was canceled way too soon, not necessarily a comic book, but definitely a comic book TV show. What was canceled after one episode? None other than my beloved Trump thing Aww. on the DC universe app, all kinds of, again, mystery surrounding that the season was cut short by a couple episodes. They told the production team, Hey, stop what you're doing, wrap it up, finish, you know, finish this episode and then, and then end the story. Um, and you had people talking about you know, issues with the state and that they were filming in and they mm-hmm. couldn't move their massive water soundstage because it was a concrete pool specifically built for them to be a swamp. Which is awesome. And the pictures of it were stunning so cool. to look yeah. at. So there was one that was, it came out one episode, it was canceled. And everyone's like, was it bad? And everyone's like, no, it was really good. There's just second. something. There was something behind the scenes that led to it being canceled. Um, I have one for pilots, uh, single pilot that never got off the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was, it was released by NBC. They were going to do a reboot of the Munsters. And so I believe it was 666 Mockingbird Lane or something like that. And Eddie Izzard was due due to play grandpa. And so the pilot, it was fantastic. I'm already sold on this. This sounds fucking perfect. Oh, it gets even better. So it's uh, Brian Fuller. So Six Feet Under, Pushing Daisies, which is another one. That's another one that got canceled that I'm super mad about. So color, lighting, macabre, like beautifully done. And I watched the pilot. I got really excited and they didn't drum up enough. They just didn't drum up enough headway for it to be pushed for full. And I'm like, I hate you. Yeah. I hate you so much because it was, oh, it was good. Yeah. Like Eddie Izzard, basically at the start, he's, he's old grandpa. And then he figures out basically how to drink somebody's blood and he becomes young. Eddie oh, Izzard I grandpa. love that. And that was the end was like him dancing, drinking blood from a salesman's body out of a tube in the morgue. And it was like all the beautiful yellow and green lighting. And I'm just like, <gasps> Uh, yeah, I was well, denied that. And like you mentioned, pushing daisies, oh, which fuck. we've talked about on the show, but I didn't realize went to comic book form mm-hmm. to survive for it, a while. Um, so whatever, what whatever happened when the writer strike happened, they were in the middle of their second season, right? Um, and they had gone to San Diego. They had such after the first season, they had great reviews. Everybody was for them. Second season, they went to San Diego. There's like, okay, yeah, we know it's the writer strike, but we're gonna get back on track. Everything's gonna be great. And the writer strike ended up closing up shop. So yep. their last episode, and I think I've talked about it. I watched Pushing Daisy's last episode and it was all over the place right. because they were trying to tie up all these loose ends. And I was like, oh, they're going to have another episode next week. No, there was no next week. Right. And I went online to find out it had been canned and they had tried to move it to comic books and it had maybe five issues and right. then it tanked. Right. And so poof. Like, thankfully, I have all the DVDs, and I'm yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was one of the ones that it just, Committed. well, it hurt my heart because right. it was fun. It was those first 13 episodes of Heroes. Right. Fun. Right. 
Which also carried on after it in comic book form. Exactly. Um, as well as another beloved cult classic, Firefly, oh. which you mentioned. It got a movie, and then it's lived on in several seasons it is, via comics. And it's it's thrived in comics. This right. is the one thing that you can talk about Brown Coats is that their deep and abiding love has kept the Firefly going. Right. I mean, there are so many stories. Free Comic Book Day, that book is one of always the first ones that's completely yeah. picked over. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're stunning stories mm-hmm. and they're true to form and you can hear all of those characters in your head. Right. And so it has such a great following. I mean, that one turned out really well, right. even though it was canceled way before it was necessary. Oh yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, if you compare it to other things, it's like, yeah, it was one season. It wasn't perfect, but what it could have been oh my and gosh. what people went for, um, similar in a similar vein, um, mainly con- connection, you know, depending on how you feel about him, Joss Whedon, but, um, Buffy. Buffy Which continuing is on in comic comics. book form, doing really well. Angel doing really well in comics. The spikes in comics as well. Yeah, exactly. All these all these series. Because, again, we've talked about this, how so many shows and movies, it's easier in some ways to live mm-hmm. on in comics because you don't have a CGI budget. Yeah. If an artist can draw it, you can make it fucking happen. You can do all kinds oh, yeah. of crazy stuff. Um, also canceled that, again, hurt our heart. Uh, you know, friend, uh, not friend of the show, man of the show, guy of, on the show, the Steves, uh, the Azorian one, his favorite agent carter which i know also hurt you his that his favorite no that was not me i have problems but it was his favorite too if it's his favorite we'll fight about it he later also, steve's steve's if you can hear me you're we'll on fight the same about team it you're both very angry about it i know i mean so it was the first season is stunning even if you just watched the first season they left it on such perfectly balanced cliffhangers that when you get to season two they they don't do a pivot they're like we're taking her to you know the west coast now which yeah. is Fun. So they do that cross country. You have more exploration of characters. You have like this wonderful Jarvis who actually did make it into the MCU, only which was te- only television character to make it in the movies. I know, which I was like, yes, I love you. It's beautiful. It's well written. It's it's got such cinematic music. Shoot, I downloaded the the soundtrack the other day and I'm listening to it and it's got the undertones of the Avengers theme with her theme stacked on top of it. I'm just like, why ABC? Yeah. Why? I understand. Yes. You're trying to do the inhumans with shield, (laughs) not just the, no, we're not even inhumans. um, I don't think inhumans. No, the inhumans in shield and agents of shield. And then the actual inhumans, the actual inhumans, which we don't talk about, which is no, that we, we didn't, we didn't deserve that. We didn't deserve that. Yeah, not, now, now we have an entire universe we're not going to get in the movies. <laughs> Never. Um, we have Eternals. Which could connect, but then it's like, hey, what what about that? Don't worry to talk about no, it. We don't talk about them. Shh. Shh. That's the stroking the hair and the face. And Which, yeah. Don't get Corona, but no shut two. up. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kept trucking on forward, and I'm like, Peggy would have been great in this because it's yeah. building, you know, it's the SSR, and we're building shield and we can talk about all the old shield time travel or something do a crossover i'd love that figure it out i need peggy speaking of marvel kind of dropping the ball which i will say though if clone wars Mm -hmm. can get its last season on disney plus agent carter can get on disney plus well we have a what if coming we have the what if which i'm down with and that can drum up because this this already this new season of clone wars is i have so much anxiety because i just don't know what's happening it's so good (sighs) Excuse me, that Mountain Dew just hit me. Um, it's also of, the feels. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel kind of 
being confusing and dropping it. We have the entirety of their Netflix universe. Wait. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Defenders. Uh, you had the entire street team, street level uh, Marvel universe. They and, took all of our neighborhood heroes and yeah. they threw them in the garbage can. Yeah. You had these characters that it's like, okay, they, you were doing great. You kind of bobbled. This one wasn't perfect. Okay. Get another season. Okay. Seeing what's happening. This is weird. Not sure I feel about it. Am I ever going to get these in the movies? No. You're going to cancel them? Okay. Can these characters show up in the movies? We don't know. Fuck. Exactly. That was perfect. That's, I have nothing. That's, that's the, it. That's, the, that's literally the, the entire That's the gamut of our feelings about the Marvel. I wanted more Defenders too. Like, yeah. Uh, even if they had canned all the solos and yep. they were just like Defenders. Yep. I'm like, okay. Yep. I got a little something, something. But they're so, it just, I, no. Yeah. No. All, all out of luck. Like, I mean, and, and there's, we can go back. There's, there are series, there was, you know. We didn't even talk about the Howling Commandos, which oh, we were the, like the only like two or three people yeah, that were reading. The only, yeah, we're the only people who enjoyed it, apparently. It was a great, the Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. so much Such a fun. fucking good comic. Um, <sighs> you should check it out. It's just, if, if you like just like crazy team-ups and monsters and good so writing. So <laughs> It's so fun. Um, if you like seeing Werewolf by Night, just being Werewolf by Night. Um, there, you know, we, we can go back. There was, you know, Alex Ross was supposed to do Fantastic Four. Oh my god! You know, Jonathan Hickman's Shield, the ancient Shield, Shield that yeah. finally actually did wrap. But again, Hickman just all over the, the place. poor man is everywhere. <laughs> this is literally like he is in a kitchen. Everything is on fire, yeah. and he's standing there with a spatula, going, "What should I stir yeah. first? And yeah. we're like, "Put out the entire house and figure out what's Become okay." Become an octopus. <laughs> Well, we could do that. Um, you've got, you know, and uh, Manderson and I really like Super Sons. And again, yeah. was it canceled? Was it planned? Sometimes they're not clear. There are limited runs that we mm-hmm. talked about that are, people think they're canceled, but it's like, no, this was only going to be five issues from the start. But that's the thing where we've we've come to notice that Marvel especially is getting very like, oh, we they meant it to door, be a limited. They left limit, the door open limited, for it to be a limited. And it's never, it was never supposed to be. Yeah. Because the, the, as soon as it starts in the previews, when you get the previews, you're usually a month to two months out. Like yeah. if you're looking for the preview for this one, I think it's for, so we're in March. I think it's for June or May for end of April, beginning of May. You can plan out and see in previews and that usually mirrors what's available on Diamond on the computer. Right. But what you're coming to find out is that when they say new ongoing, that's not new limited. When it's a limited, they tell you it's a limited. Right. Like. So some of this, you're like, oh, it's supposed to be that. And then there's times like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. My soul hurts. Yeah. That, see, here's the thing. When I when we talked about this topic, I was like, oh, yeah, I can come up with some of these. And I'm like, this is going to suck. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like so many things where you're like, man, that was I was enjoying that or this, that, or the other. Like, do you remember that Kevin Smith was writing Spider-Man? I do. And Black Cat? That one got canned, you know? like, And there was something that like never even happened, but it was like, you know, whispered. Well, I mean, even with Kevin Smith and him do, doing his work on The Flash. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, a little bit of a reprieve. But yeah. the man had written scripts and I was ready. Yeah. I was ready. He wasn't ready. No. I wasn't ready. So, yeah. So, there's... it. I'm going to tell you now. I know they say, you know, we have, as as fans, we have the power because we have the almighty dollar. And... There's only so much can really be said for that because in the grand scheme of things, you and your hundred friends might love something with a passion. You might, you know, cosplay it and go to cons and start your own convention and do all these things. But unfortunately, sometimes 
these creators, these intellectual properties, these series are just out of luck. And there's nothing, not even a petition that should apparently be, you know, addressed oh. by the White House will ever change anything. Ever. Oh. Snyder fans. Oh, um, Snyderites. Yep. So that is about going to do it for this episode Ooh. of The Capeless Crusaders. Our hearts are sad. And we're going to go so melancholy. This is when we need to Steve singing like a version of I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I'm going to go drown my sorrows in Mountain Dew. If um, we have hot flaming hot Cheetos, I'll follow right behind you. I don't know if I have those. Anyway, <laughs> oh. my name is David Barry. I am joined this evening by Amy LaBelle. We are the Capeless Crusaders. Hey, you're not out of luck. Never. Because you got us. And uh, trying to think of something witty. Don't you, got anything. I, I started trying. Thank you for being a friend. <gasps> do, 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 do. We are the Capeless Crusaders. Good night. Good night. Traveling back to the room. Back, back again. Heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Stream that. Some, where, who, where the fuck can I scream, stream that? Put Hulu. that. Is it on Hulu? Yes. Oh, well, my dudes. All the Golden Girls are on Hulu. Cool. I need to go then. Goodbye.